everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And it's Taco Tuesday, Janice Arnold-Jones. You always know it's Taco Tuesday when Janice Arnold-Jones is in the studio. We have so much fun on Tuesdays, huh? <laughs> totally, totally. If you're not eating a taco on Taco Tuesday, it's not Taco Tuesday. It's a wannabe. <laughs> a wannabe. <laughs> so it was Memorial Weekend. Yay. I had a great weekend. How'd you, how'd you guys do? I'm, you know, it was a little bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I know you know the story that my dad was killed over just before Memorial Day weekend. And one thing that was distressing is uh, there were very few memorial ceremonies. We did have a Zoom one. Um, but you know what? There was something very special about showing up and paying your respects to the people who sacrificed. And this day is about the people who were in uniform, who, as they say, never got to take the uniform off. They didn't make it out of right. the uniform. The fallen. And, um, and, and this goes back so many years. But there is some wisdom, and I wish I could quote the passage in the Bible where you need to pay attention to the wisdom of your elders, but you also must be grateful for their wisdom through the ages. And so anyway, yeah. uh, always good for, for me and John, but we were looking at uh, some of our friends. You know, we've, we've lost many people through the years, active duty, defending our country. Um, and I hope other people remember to hope you put your flag out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, this weekend in the spirit of Memorial Day, uh, I drove to um, Las Vegas, New Mexico, and we were helping out some another a conservative group just setting up a podcast because, you know, there, there's this disconnect of technology sometimes. And so uh, it's completely silent out there. It's beautiful country. Uh, there's mountains, there's trees, and then um, at the house that we were staying at, 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 uh, at Ray's house, he uh, has this huge flag just outside. So the entire time, uh, we were in the spirit of, of, of Memorial Day and those who didn't make it home. Because it's so important, you know, I think about even just the radio, and uh, it's permitted under the First Amendment. You know, it's freedom of speech, it's sure. not censored, it's... It's this right that we exercise, that we're exercising right now to be broadcasted on FM radio. And that in part is brought to us by, by people defending the Constitution, defending America. America is a really great country. And I mean, there, there's... If, if I might jump in and just mm-hmm. share an experience. You know, my dad is, is buried at Arlington. Uh, and if you go to the Tomb of the Unknown, there is an apex to, uh, there is a, an ellipse on either side of the tomb, and he's at the apex of the left ellipse. Just a captain, it's luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened, but every time that I go to Washington and I'm without John, uh, you know, we always go and pay our respects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I often ask cab drivers, uh, will you go with me and, uh, you know, I'll pay mm-hmm. for this. I've never paid for anybody to come because they've never gotten to be there. Because we go up and we watch the changing of the guard. Right. And without fail, those who are immigrants have said to me, you know, your country actually reveres their fallen. Now, while our families may revere our fallen, our countries never recognize them. And I 
never thought about that. Right. Uh, but it is something very special about our country, and I hope that we don't ignore it or, or neglect it. Absolutely. And one of the ways to do that is to teach these traditions, these ceremonies, and within your own family, like start there literally, because, uh, you know, maybe people don't know that the poppy, for instance, Christina shared with that yesterday, Christina Estrada was on the show for, uh, for Memorial Day, these different ceremonies that you could take, uh, that you could participate in, but we should be teaching our children the, the songs of America, the traditions of America, what they mean, what's, what's the difference between Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and it's not a long weekend. Beyond it being a long weekend, it's not just a long weekend. It's not just the barbecue. Did you see on Twitter or social media, the, Democrat, the Democratic Party of New Mexico was calling Memorial Day a long weekend. Have a great long weekend. Have a nice long weekend, Kamala Harris, Vice I President. I was just taken aback. What was that? And when I think about, for example, people lost at sea. You know, we have the two million unknown soldier, but I'm I'm married to a squid. Mm -hmm. I'm married to a sailor. The number of people that we have lost at sea, mm -hmm. that there is no burial other than the ocean. Right. That's it. They're lost at sea. They are lost at sea. And to think about the sacrifice they left their families to do for our country. Right. And uh, and they didn't ask questions. They went and did it. They just uh, did it. It's not a long weekend. Um, at the very least, if you need to go do something, go clean up the cemetery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, to those who uh, didn't make it home, obviously, um, God bless you. And I'm glad I honored Memorial Weekend in a different way than I had in the past, you know, even though I was aware of it, but this weekend, um, I kind of put a lot of thought into it and Good. what, and what it means to, uh, exercise these American rights, to be an American, to be living in America, try taking your hopes and dreams to China and see what happens. Uh, exactly. Seriously, take your hopes, take your dreams and go to China and see what happens. It's, it, it's probably not going to work out. But and if it's not working out for you right now, it's because you're not seeking your opportunity and you need to get up and you need to go find that opportunity because it's there. Or, or go get your McDonald's job, which you can get in China too. Right. You know, you, it's a land of opportunity. But you, you brought up a really important point about teaching our children. You know, we no longer teach why we stand for the Star Spangled Banner. Right. We no longer teach why we stand for TAPS. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there... It is a theme. It is the music that ties our country together. Why we stand when we play Stars and Stripes, which is, you know, old Philip Sousa, mm -hmm. uh, and now Lee Greenwood. Um, uh, gosh, you know the name of the song. God, God bless, bless America. The USA. Oh. God bless the yeah. USA. God yeah. bless the USA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know any words to it? Go. No. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and now, I mean, that is part of our culture. And if you do not teach that in a generation, mm -hmm. that will be lost. Why, why do you stand? Why do you pay respect? Right. And that's what this is. And each person has to come to this that that person who gave their life deserves my respect. That flag that stands for this country deserves my respect. Right. And it is a me thing. It isn't just because everybody else is doing it. We need to inculcate our own children that it is that important that you must choose to do this. Right. 
Yeah, right. And that can't be further from the truth. But you know, they had a survey one time with college students when they were going around and say, do you know who the president of the United States is? And they had no clue. Do you know who your senator is? Do you know any? They had no clue. They're just going to school and existing and learning whatever they're teaching them in college, which is nothing to do with the, their country and their, you know, their pa patronage in any way. So these kids didn't even know who the current president was. So this is what I mean. Yeah, they, they haven't been taught anything about it. Right. Respect. Right. And and like even standing for the pledge, like take APS, for instance, I, I asked some family members that I know that were on Zoom for school or whatever, online learning, uh, and if, if they were still saying the pledge. And the answer was no. And so when you don't practice these traditions or your manners or prayer before eating or when you wake up just to give thanks and put the armor of God on or whatever, if it the more that that's not reinforced, the easier it's going to be to take your freedom because all of a sudden you're not going to know what your rights are. In fact, they're probably chipping at some right that we don't even know is our right beyond the first, beyond the second, beyond the third, but fourth, and fifth. But you'll find out later. Right, he'll he'll right. see it coming. Right. You know, but Senator Tom Cotton said something really interesting. I, you know, he was part of, it's called the old guard. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was trying to come up with that last week, but right. it's the old guard. And have you ever seen how impeccable their uniforms are? Uh, someone had asked him on a radio program, did it matter whether or not there was a spare thread on his uniform? And his response was, if you accept a deficiency, that becomes the standard. Mm -hmm. And I don't accept the deficiency. The standard is this, that my uniform will be perfect to pay respect. Right. And I thought, but the point about the deficiency, what do we accept? It's, right. It's not what, good enough. That is not good enough. Right. What's the standard? Here's the standard right here, up here. And we keep lowering. Yes. Degrading it, making it substandard. Now we have substandard education because we're not at the standard we should be at. We're not at the standard we should be at. And so why do we allow people to lower the standard? Well, I'm saying, and do we allow it? It's, is it because we ourselves say we'll accept a lesser standard? And every time you accept the lesser standard, oh, I, and I don't care what it's about. Is it about cleaning your own dishes? Did you not clean the bottom of the pan? That's a lesser standard. Right. It's the little things that make a difference. Mm -hmm. Right. Because standards are standards for a reason. Yes. And, right. and, and it's important that you develop your own standards. Right. And, and that you embrace them. And, and here's some examples. But do you accept the bottom of the barrel? Come on. Who Come wants on. to? I, I, yeah. I, I mean, and then after that, what? You're going to scrape the bottom of the barrel? I would say, what comes after that? Right. Absolutely. So it's Taco Tuesday. We're here with Janice Arnold-Jones. We've got to take a quick break. Just real quick, special thanks to our advertisers who keep us on the air every day. Author Gerald Loeb, Golden Equipment Company, Abortion Free New Mexico, ABQ Guns, and MañanaMejor.com. Support for today's programming on Off the Cuff ABQ is made possible in part by Semco Inc. Thank you for supporting our mission. Contact us today if you would like to support Off the Cuff Talk Radio. 
Off the Cuff was created with an idea of telling it like it is. Our localized radio platform is the next level of conservative talk. It's real talk with real New Mexicans that gives voice to New Mexicans who are being ignored. Off the Cuff ABQ is created, hosted, and produced by New Mexicans. In our pursuit, we're looking to rise up unashamed to proclaim our faith, family, and freedom. Go to offthecuffabq.com today. Click on Sponsor Us. Shout out. Sign up for our newsletter. Send us a comment. A complaint as long as you keep it short. KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm very quiet, Janice Arnold Jones, but I won't be quiet for very long. Welcome back. Welcome back. We had to adjust Janice's mic. We got some new interns in the house. It's exciting. It's exciting. They're on the job training, but they're doing it. They're That's awesome. finding their opportunity, and we're going to see where it goes, where we get tossed with each other, because, you know, I was, it's, it's a great opportunity. I said, so were you ever an intern uh, as you were growing up? I was. I was saying, what did you do? Uh, production. Do you know what I was? What? I was an intern in the state legislature. Really? Yes, yes. And, and, and did it change my life? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you, Dinah, for providing this. It will change their lives. That on, on you know, real-time experience where you can make a mistake but maybe not fall too far. Right. It's really important. Absolutely. And then not to mention the opportunity moving forward. You know, uh, it's something you can put on your resume. Yep. Not to mention the networking you can do, uh, experience something different, and have a little bit of an adventure for the summer and see where it takes you. But uh, interning, part of our conservative responsibility, and uh, I found these two interns in District 10, so from the South Valley. And so, again, uh, practicing what I preach and hoping that, you know, it's like one person at a time, one heart at a time. You reach back, grab somebody, and pull them out and see what happens, see if they could stand on their own. But at the end of the day, it's up to them, you know. So... I'm saying this loud enough so they could hear me. <laughs> and this is their first day. It's their first day. Oh, day one. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No, no pressure. pressure at all. But uh, but no, they're really good. They <clears throat> they actually went with me on that trip to Las Vegas. Uh, very respectful. Uh, I think they won the hearts of 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 um, the conservative party out there with uh, Ray. Oh, so, what a great guy. So they have this amazing podcast called Los Jalapenos. They're very, very well put together. They got a, they're a wealth of information. And they did not have a podcast platform. They were going from radio station to radio station, spreading their news and then sharing it the best that they could. Because, you know, technology is a double-edged sword. So we went out there 
simply setting them up on some platforms that host podcasting. So there's going to be a new conservative podcast coming out of Las Vegas, New Mexico, which is San Miguel County very, very soon. <clears throat> so we served our community this weekend in, in the spirit of Memorial Weekend because service is something that that the armed forces do, right? They serve. Yes. They serve. Yes. And, and do you know what else they do about their service? They do their service, and then they don't talk about it. I, you know, do you ever get tired of, uh, there is a, a millennial mix where they go, oh, yes, I went and served at the soup kitchen for one hour. I was so good. Excuse me. Yeah, I went out and protested and, hold, and, and held up a sign, went home, saw the news, posted it on social media and said, well, there you go. And we patted each other on the back <clears throat> after we hold a sign for an hour. Totally, yeah. totally. I, yeah, yeah. But, I'm saying, but that's so cool. Uh, you know, and Snow there's like justice. very mm -hmm. cool people uh, in in the Las Vegas area. Mm -hmm. There is a, and I have to think of what his real name is, the Moscato Vietnam veteran. Uh, and I'll look him up. But he okay. is, uh, you know, I, I suspect that he was hanging out and uh, kind of in the background here. Right. Causing trouble. Always, <laughs> always, always, always. So, yeah, service. If you're not serving your community, if you're not serving your family, then uh, the road to peace or obtaining peace is going to be very difficult because you have to serve. You have you to do. serve others, and you have to do it uh, in a real sort of way, not, oh, I'm going to go feed the homeless for an hour or something like that, or I'm going to clean out my closet and give all my old uh, crusty clothes away and, and donate my expired uh, food cans from the cabinet to the homeless, you know what I mean? No one wants your expired food, <laughs> your food cans. <laughs> Go out there and do something for real, you know, and it could be anything. The uh, elderly people, people that are older, they didn't grow up with technology and smartphones and all of this. Imagine what it would be even just to show your own grandparent, maybe how to utilize their smartphone a little better or give them a tip a day, a tip a week or something like this, best practices for, uh, smartphones my dad had a flip phone forever and he has a smartphone now and he just ignores it because he doesn't know how to use it so I had to kind of you know give him these little tutorials and you spent time with him mm -hmm. yeah what a great gift right what right a great gift. Absolutely. Miss Dinah I brought today two rants we got to call out some people do it so Julianne Strope is a school board member in TRC there is supposed to be a PED zoom meeting that we'll be talking about social studies, in particular, critical race theory. And I said, Julianne, uh, when that happens, would you just make sure that the rest of us get a link? And I just got a note from her that she continues to try to reach out to the superintendent of PED, the Public Education Department, who does not live here, and can get no response. No response. She's a school board member for crying out loud. No response. Uh, and, and so I, I think that they are doing a great job. Their school board has said, you know what, we don't think we're going to buy off on, on critical race theory. So, uh, and, and so it's an important discussion. Coming another way, so um, let's talk about Walmart. Well, let's finish with the PED okay. because there's a lot of stuff happening with the PED. Uh, the entire board of Belen, was it Belen? No, 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 Los Lunas. Los Lunas, Los Lunas uh, school board. The entire board was su suspended by... PED, right, which is the New Mexico Public Education Department. Department. And when you dig a little deeper, you know, and I, I'm not going to pretend that I know all of the facts, mm -hmm. but there are school board members who have been uh, accused of nepotism, 
Uh, and Not in New Mexico. I know. Stop, Janice. And, and, and corruption in the terms of uh, that various people who came to the school system, uh, if they, they were to funnel business their mm -hmm. way. I don't have any other details on that other than I do know that the school board itself went to Brian Cologne, who is the auditor, and said, we are witnessing these problems of theft, of mismanagement, of purchases that are inappropriate. Please look. And what did Brian Cologne do? Nothing. That's how business is running in Mexico. And, and so, so this coming down and, and actually suspending an entire school board where in fact only one or two members may have been culpable uh, is a big overreach in my opinion. I don't want any of this to happen no matter what, but I see PED trying to go around and usurp local authority. So are you glad I said all of that? <laughs> no, 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 oh no, there's like a huge, I mean, <clears throat> The, the education system there I mean there's a problem there absolutely number one they have refused to give us the amount of money that they are going to tax us to educate our kids in all arguments and where graduation with the graduation rates yes period end of story so all of Las Lunas suspended uh Christina Estrada said yesterday that there were uh, some board members that came out and said, hey, like, I don't have anything to do with it. You know, so it is a developing story and it's something we need to keep an eye on. But at the state level reported in mainstream media, like public information, the entire board was suspended. Right. Like that's a problem, whether they they've done it or not, what's going on, who's in charge and what does that mean for the students? Number one. Number two, uh, where did you say it was? Was it uh, that's trying to teach critical race theory? Oh, well, this is uh, truth or consequences. So there is there is a social studies uh, decision being made by the public education department, and at the bottom, at the end of the day, I believe that they are going to adopt critical race theory as part of the new social studies curriculum. If you want a voice to say this is not appropriate, you need to attend this Zoom meeting, but nobody knows where or when because we can't get a dang link. Right. Because we can't get a response from right. PED. Because they're not transparent. No kidding. They're not transparent. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the same with the CYFD or whatever it's called. I mean, they're still in hot water because they were using the app called Signal. And all the department head, the secretary could say is something like, well, those would be met, uh, messages that, that wouldn't be subject to public records inspection uh, anyway because it, it's private in, or confidential information. But is it not still a record and should exist whether it's redacted or not, right? So if, right. if, if you ask for the record, they say, well, uh, you, you don't have any right to, it's, it's not your public right to see this particular message, so you would get a redacted message, not uh, the record doesn't ever exist. And so we find this in all of our, our, our cabinets, all of our departments, is this thing about transparency. And it's transparency. So what's happening in the Las Lunas School Board? I mean, how are you going to write a report? The whole damn school board suspended, and then... And where's, why is the state auditor doing absolutely nothing? Well, no follow-up. No, no follow-up, but don't you think that is the height of hubris to suspend an entire school board with very few facts? As near as I can tell, 
and it looks like there may be one or two members that are culpable. You don't suspend an entire school board, but I am digging and finding about these other pieces where they have been systematically and consistently going to the state auditor, the state auditor, Brian Cologne, saying there is a problem here. Please help us. Please look into it. What other job is there for the state auditor? State auditor, go audit. So uh, Mayor of Albuquerque, for I, I am, am the, the mayor, mayor of Albuquerque. Albuquerque. He used to be the, the state, auditor. state auditor. Yes, he did. He investigated, uh, I called him Greedy Greenwood. He was Scott Greenwood. Uh, he was down here from Cincinnati. He was trying to sell himself to be the monitor of the DOJ consent decree, the CASA, because even that whole situation, it ended up being about the monitor. The monitor's position, uh, Scott Greenwood didn't get it, but he tried to get it. They weren't transparent about him either. Over and over again. Yep. It just, it does not end. It does not end with them. And, and yet, you know, the funny thing is, is I, so I'm going to say something nice about Mayor Keller. You know, I served with him. And the clawbacks from the Richardson era was actually because of Tim Keller. And I want to know what happened to that public servant who did that kind of good work. He, it is not the same person who's serving as mayor. Not not even and that was hard work and he was successful in the clawbacks so like that's critical race theory so the problem with critical race theory is that you have to be critical about everything so critical race theory you have to have an idea about something prior to it being taught which it's being taught right now even if you don't know it's critical race theory so you have to be critical of everything like all right, so maybe this white person over here, they didn't enslave blacks, but they're white, so it's somehow their fault. And now they need to right the wrongs of America, and then instead of saying white people are racist or so-and-so's racist, they say the system is racist and down with the system, right? And then it becomes something that even everybody could get involved with because then you got the white guilt, the white privilege. It's all this crazy kind of stuff. And meanwhile, meanwhile, we're criticizing everything. We're not really uh, fixing the conditions. In fact, they're making conditions that now people are subject to because you have to be critical of something. And that's the system because it's like, all right, fine, maybe you're not racist. Maybe your people 300 years ago were, but it's still the system. And so that's what makes critical race theory so easy to get on board with and that it moves because they have, they have identified an enemy, if you will, and that enemy is a system. It's so, always easier when it's not a real person. It's so much easier. Right. Yep. <clears throat> so that's what teaches you to be offended. I mean, that's just my theory, right? Like, that's my theory of what race theory is because or critical race theory because it's critical. Meaning it has to be critical. You have to be critical of something. That's the system. Because they don't want to be like, um, well, I mean, and, and I mean, look now. I mean, okay, uh, what's the governor's name? That uh, Chicago. I'm not going to give any white light reporters an interview. an interview, only black and minority. <clears throat> and then critical race theory now pits immigrants against minorities as if to say one and the same. So when you're out there fighting the system and trying to bring it down, you're not really bringing down the system, you're bringing down yourself because you're already free. 
You're not fighting for education. You're not fighting for your rights. You're not fighting for this, that, or whatever. But now they've pitted minorities against immigrants. You know, I, going back to Memorial Day, I, I, I just have and to... And minorities, re- sorry, let me just finish. Minorities yes. are the ones being left behind. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see any foreigners on the streets of Albuquerque panhandling for money. I see English-speaking minorities or poor whites panhandling. I don't see minorities. They all speak English. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we, we take out the coffee cups here. I know. Uh, <laughs> so we are a melting pot. It is the great thing that happened with our country. I, you know, if you want to be critical, that the people who, who actually wrote our Constitution were by and large white. They were. They were pasty white. Uh, but not all of them. And what they set up was a country that allowed a melting pot. I want you to look around the world where there are other melting pots. If you go to Japan, is there a melting pot? I'm telling you, there is not. If you go to um, uh, China, is there a melting pot? No. No. In fact, if you are not pure, you are looked down upon. If you go to India, great country. But they, they are the king of the caste system. Let's, let's be real here. In our country, we said everybody had an opportunity. And in the military, that is actually true. Everybody had an opportunity. And the fact that we are mixed up, jumbled up, and we have a palette of colors is our strength. What is wrong with us? Why would you want to destroy the thing that makes us strong? Right, and so these, these progressives liberals, whatever they call themselves, at the end of the day, and, and they're, they're even self-declared socialist Democrats, to right? Me, that, to me, that spells out straight communism. It's socialism, mm-hmm. yep. and socialism mm-hmm. is only uh, the transition period where everyone gets a stimulus check, everyone gets what's fair, everyone has to stand in the long lines, unless, of course, you got money. And then you don't have to because then you have privilege. You, you're, it, it's a class thing. It's not really a race thing. But notice every time anybody's discussing critical race theory, it puts everybody in a box and literally divides it down the middle. So colored people to the left because they say pe- person of color. Sounds like they say colored people to me. Colored people to the left and then whites on this side. We had uh, Padrell, Joel Padrell here. He said he met a family member, blonde hair, blue eyes but still black. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does the color of your skin really have to do with anything? But they just try to remind you of these things to upset you, to make you think of the world, uh, well, to think of the system so that you can bring it down. And meanwhile, we're last in line. Yes. Well, not we, but most are going to be la- you know, last in line. Because you're just sitting down waiting for the system to take care of you. But it's not going to because it's, it's not designed to do that. The land of opportunity. You're created equal, meaning you can go and do whatever you want. Go do it. Right. But we have a focus on the individual. And the difference here is, do you want to choose for you? Or do you want to wait for the government to decide what's okay for you to have? Do you like the government telling you what to do, Stella? No, I can't stand to be told by nobody what to do. <laughs> Who would, right? I, hey, curfew's at 10. I would say, why would you settle for uh, rotten potatoes when you can go out and grow something that is fresh? Why would you settle right. for that? But 
in other countries, that is what has happened, is you grow the potatoes and they take them. Mm-hmm. What do you that, think the stimulus is doing? It's them getting used to the government oh, taking care of them. No that's kidding. What, that's what it is. And all the you know, unemployment, the PUAs, everything they've thrown in, they're free, 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 making everything look so appealing because now you don't have to work for it or anything. But that's what social And there's too is. much money going around mm-hmm. because, I mean, look how much was misspent by the unemployment office. Uh, 1.2 like it's just billion. Like, it's just mm-hmm. unaccounted for because... There's just so much money, and then they keep getting federal money. Uh, the governor of South Dakota, is it South Dakota? Yeah. Uh, Nome? Christy Nome. Yeah. Yes, Governor Nome. Yeah. She said, keep your money. We don't want it. We work here. We work here. Mm-hmm. We work here. I say, but we are meant to work. Go back to the scriptures again. You are meant to work. You are meant to work to feed yourself and to take care of your family and to support your community. You're not supposed to just sit around. Uh, and, and that's that old thing about idle hands is the devil's playground Mm -hmm. absolutely true Mm -hmm. and in our state you are seeing it daily with the amount of drug use uh the murders Mm -hmm. my goodness oh yeah another yep yep albuquerque crime rate you now at 50 yes you're now at 50 because criminals they run the streets they do whatever they want they don't fear courts they don't fear cops they don't fear probation ankle monitors judges juries and they don't even fear their victims and that's why public safety is at an all-time uh high at being at risk of being a victim they're making us victims it's only a matter of when it's only a matter of when not if but when mm-hmm. right yes 50. Is, We're this at 50. El- is this election going to make any difference triple homicide <laughs> over the weekend triple i mean yes. not, no i'm sorry triple shooting one homicide yeah yeah cars flipping over on 98th and tower what's that district one or District 3. It's 1 or 3. It's Central 98th Tower, Unser, that area. South Valley shootouts in broad daylight. Gangsters just showing up, showing off. Yeah, getting and getting a point to your ATM machine with a gun and saying, Oh, yeah, yeah give me your money. Yeah, give me your money. He, thank God he had a gun on him. He defended himself. He's not going to be a victim anymore. And that was Unser and Central. So let me t- take this back to the beginning of our conversation. So what's your standard? What is the standard right. that we should accept, that we should expect in this community? Are you going to accept the deficiency of murders and gang violence and, and people being run down and, and their car flips over and then you murder them? Is that mm-hmm. the standard? That is a lousy standard. Right. Let's, and that, that is a standard right now in Albuquerque because people have allowed it. And they don't hold those that are supposed to represent them accountable. So we'll talk about representation uh, with Mark Moore's versus Melanie Stansberry. Okay. I wonder who you're going to vote for. But we still have to talk about Walmart. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Walmart, too. we got to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to go to our website, offthecuffabq.com. You could find our past podcast on Anchor, and we are on Facebook. Uh, kicking and screaming because we kind of don't like Facebook, but we realize that, well, Facebook still exists. It still exists, and so therefore we exist. So you find us on all platforms. We're adding platforms as we go along. We might be on Rumble. It protects free speech. But for now, the web, offthecuffabq.com, anchor.fm slash offthecuff, and then, of course, Facebook. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Stay there. Hi, I'm Bud. My wife, Tara Shaver, and I lead Abortion Free New Mexico. 
Did you know that the University of New Mexico is training up the next generation of abortionists and runs a freestanding abortion facility performing late-term abortions all the way up to six months in the womb? Is this really how you want your tax dollars spent? At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working to reform UNM's radical abortion agenda. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreeunm.com today. That's abortionfreeunm.com. Hi, this is Art Tannenbaum reminding you to tune in to Off the Cuff ABQ right here on KDAZ Radio weekdays from 3 to 4. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. Getting back, but we should probably talk about today's, the election. Yeah, today's election day, it's the last deal. day. Get out there, this people. Is the last day. And so if you want to see something change in Albuquerque, in CD1, you need to go vote. And I'm challenging you, if you are a Democrat and you've always voted because your grandfather was a Democrat, this is the day to make a change because we have to have balance in our congressional delegation. Otherwise, you are going to be completely subject to this government. Go Uh, vote. Absolutely. Go vote. And it's more than just voting. Know who you're voting for because these candidates very, very different. All of them. The two front runners, the one, you know, the two front runners, Republican and Democrat, very different. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. Vote, different values. Vote your values, folks. And and if you happen to be in this audience, then I believe that you believe in life, then you cannot vote for the Democratic candidate. They do not support life. They do not believe in it. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, you need to vote for Mark Morris. You need to, whether you think he's perfect, nobody's perfect but he believes in life. Go vote. Don't sit on the couch. If you've never voted before, but you're registered, even if you're not registered, you can get registered today. Go vote. Go do it. Go exercise your right to vote. So moving on, talking, reminiscing on the weekend, Memorial Weekend. Here's to the ones that didn't make it home. Of course, we honor our veterans and the fallen here at Off the Cuff because we're an American-made brand. And well, we cheer for America. It's that simple. Yes. But we're going to move on to bigger, better things like big box stores. <laughs> so I want to talk with you about Walmart and, and a very interesting story. And this is the power of community. So the Walmart store at Manal and Wyoming, when it came in, the neighborhoods around them had a lot of input. But one of the things that they said was, you will not be welcome here unless you are willing to change your colors. They will not be blue and garish yellow and awful orange, they will be desert colors. And so the color scheme is uh, rose, green, and sand. Those are the color schemes. And about every four years, I get a note from some of the neighborhood associations saying they're trying to paint the store again. So what what is so hard about a big box store listening to its community? And let me just challenge you all out there. You know, some places it doesn't matter. But in this store, it mattered. It mattered what the colors were. And shouldn't the big box store listen to you? And, and so they, are, they, they put out a contract, and they want to paint half the building a garish orange and uh, add back a whole bunch of the blue stuff. Uh, but they, they signed an agreement. They signed an agreement. It's been a number of years. Golly, I'm going to say 12 years now, but uh, who knows. Um, so don't agreements mean anything? Well, you know, um, it depends who you're talking to. I guess. <laughs> it depends who remembers what the agreement is. 
and the size of your organization size of you your, have. yeah the <laughs> size of your organization and if you're speaking out against it so uh let's say they do it the first go around every four years because it looks like they're painting all the walmarts i, I see the one over here in the south valley and it looks like they're doing some uh whatever painting outside putting up a new sign whatever but as long as people are saying stuff and and you have money right like tax base bunch of stuff happening in your neighborhood you got people organizing uh you'll have to force them to follow their agreement you have to remind them that they made an agreement but do you remember when walmart's came in and they promised everybody everything. They said, look, it's very convenient. We got, uh, you know, you could fix your car. Uh, there's grocery. There's health and beauty. There's... Uh, At a lower cost uh, yeah, than anywhere yeah, else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Save money. Live yeah. well. Walmart. Like uh -huh. this. Walmart.com. Like that. And, and no, no, no in-person checkouts. And anymore. no in-person <sighs> checkouts. You ask somebody, hey, where's this? Like even just a general idea. Point me in the right direction. I don't work this aisle. Okay. You check out, uh, they're out of change. They go, um, I'm short 15 cents. <laughs> go get a manager, dude. Like, what if I was short 15 cents? Would that be okay? Probably not. Standards. Yes. Again, it is standards. standards. Will you accept the deficiency? Yep. And so when I speak of deficiencies, so the city of Albuquerque, city uh, planning and zoning, knows what the agreement is. Why would they issue a permit for contractors to go and repaint this store when they are the ones who are the custodians of the agreement. Because they're not, um, they're substandard, obviously. They're not, it's they're a deficient. standard. They're <laughs> there you go. They're deficient because they don't take care of the agreements that are put in place in order for the Walmart to even go up. Yes. Right? Because Walmart says, well, we'll do all this stuff. We got to paint the roads. They got to, you, know, you know, they have to invest in, in like even the traffic. The roads, uh, because there's going to be a lot more traffic or something like this. The Walmart in the South Valley, it always floods right there when it rains. We had a bunch of rain uh, this weekend. Well, that was a good rain yesterday. It was crazy. <laughs> Cars were getting stuck in in the um, in in water. And somebody drowned. I yeah. heard that. I, oh, I know. Well, you know, I was coming home around that time, right after the rain, and I was the rain was coming this way from the south, and I saw it got worse and worse, and right there on the overpass over Sleda, the mud actually came down. Cars were stuck in there, and people were trying to pull them out. I thought it was a checkpoint because everywhere they threatened <laughs> you with checkpoints, <laughs> checkpoints. So I said, oh, I finally ran into a checkpoint. What a miracle. Well, it, it wasn't. It was They were pulling them out of the mud. And on the cores on the right hand, on the south side, more towards the, I guess, the north, all those stores were closed, like the lights were off, and they had lost electricity, it looked like. And at my friend in her yard, she still had like about eight inches of, of hail. I, it like was, snow. It, it, it was like an amazing effect. I have another friend who has ducks on a pond, and one of the ducks got buried, and they had to go and uncover the duck mm -hmm. from the, the hail. Right. But, yeah. you know, but we do say this frequently. When we have flash floods, don't attempt to cross in your car. Mm -hmm. Don't, and, and you know, I. For a reason. There is a real reason. Don't Seriously. Plan, don't, don't play in the Arroyas, especially when it looks like it's going to rain. Right. Come on. Right, right, I think right. people have never been around flooded situations. So they came in their brand new cars and charged through the puddles and got all wet. Their wires were all wet. So there's tow trucks on each side of Rio Grande <laughs> and the freeway pulling them out of the big old puddle. Of course, I know about floods. I grew up on South 2nd. So, you know, you tiptoe through them very carefully and don't splash. Right, right, right. Don't I made it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But but if it if you're not sure how deep it is, 
don't go. In fact, the um, on on Central uh, going under the railroad tracks, mm -hmm. that was one thing that uh, people would go through that, and it would fill up really quickly. Right. Very very dangerous, and your car would just flood. Yep, just like that, just like that. You have to know how to drive in the conditions. Like when we, when we were up in uh, Las Vegas, actually like uh, maybe thirty minutes outside of Vegas, more towards Mora. And so you have to go up this mountain, but it's not like the mountains at Sandia. It was a whole other kind of mountain. So when they say hug the mountain, I'm like, what, what the hell is hug the mountain? Hug the mountain when you're going, oh, hug the mountain. <laughs> I understand. So it's sort of like that. I, I've even seen uh, when it's flooding, uh, what are those manhole things? Those really heavy floating. Right, right. And so you could be walking and fall in. That means that the storm drains are absolutely full, and, right. and there is so much pressure that the, the covers, and those covers weigh 40, 50 pounds. They're pretty heavy. They are heavy, They're and they heavy. have enough pressure, not only water, but air pressure to lift them up is really quite something. Right. And if you know anything about rain in New Mexico, it will stop right. in just a few minutes, pull over, pull into some place, and just wait it out, because it, other, it's other, not going to last. It's not going to last. It's a, you know, it's like climate change. In like 10 minutes, there'll be, <laughs> sun will come out again or something. Well, I'm saying that is the story of New Mexico. You know, we only average about nine inches of rain mm -hmm. per year. Uh, but when we get it, we get it all at once. Right. Do you have a problem with this? Right, right, <laughs> right. What? what? What's the problem? It's our standard, all right? <laughs> so the standard, the standard, um, anything less than the standard is deficiency. It's deficient. So it's deficient. So we can say Albuquerque Public Schools, deficient. Yes. We can say City of Albuquerque administration, deficient, so long as uh, the public safety is at risk. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me tell you about another deficiency at the tell City us. of Albuquerque. So, so as you know, uh, there, there is going to be a mayoral race. Mm -hmm. And right now is the period to give $5. And good news, uh, some of us kind of pushed the envelope on some of this, but now you can do your $5 online mm -hmm. as opposed to having to be at an event where you fill out those little books mm -hmm. and, and actually contribute to a candidate and sign the petition electronically. All good stuff. Except, except if you are in a household and there are two of you, only one person can do that because the system is not set up to recognize names. It only recognizes IP Address. addresses. Okay. And, and, and so the response of the city clerk is, well, go in and clear your cash, and then maybe it will work again. But it's only as a convenience. Excuse me. It's a standard. It it's is a standard. standard that we expect, and I expect it to work. If kindergartners had to get on Zoom, open up an email account, log in, have a passcode just to go to kindergarten... It's like, where's my snack? I'm tired. I need a nap. Is there recess? If they, if they were, if they did it, it's a standard. Technology is the standard. So you had that problem. Remember, we couldn't take uh, the five dollar because we foolishly, she foolishly tried to get public financing, and it's a very hard thing to do. And the online, being able to do it online was was not available. I saw it on one of the mayoral candidates' right. uh, website, and I thought, wow, what an improvement. Well, you know, when I ran for city council, the one thing I asked was, 
can I can I at least pre-populate my petitions, which was the next step inching over, because being able to do this electronically, because they are going to check whether you're whether or not you're a, a valid uh, voter. Mm -hmm. and, and I always appreciated that. But this is just makes so much sense because the records are there. The records are there. Well, I went online and they verify that you're a voter right away. When Absolutely. I mm -hmm. We have the technology to do this. Yeah. And so you are going to tell, especially senior citizens, that they need to clear their cash and if they don't know how to do it, this is just a convenience. Excuse mm -hmm. me. I, I expect better. That is not the standard that I expect, nor do I support it. Right. And yeah, the, and, as technology. And the, get somebody in there and get it done. Period. End of story. Like, it's technology should be easy. I mean, if you set it up in I the mean, first place as a program. Right, yeah. right. And then yeah. if you paid for the program or somebody to set it up, why did you not ask all of these questions ahead of time? So poor planning, right. deficiency, so, standard. There we go again. Standard. I, I expect it. So do you know who the city clerk is? Yes. You who? do. The city clerk? Yeah. Oh, the new city clerk. No. His name is Ethan Watson. Mm. And I have the response to the qu queries about this. Do and it. he says it is supposed to be a convenience unacceptable ethan do a better job mm -hmm. live up to the standard mm -hmm. yeah if you're going to do something if you're going to i mean because i'm sure all of this takes money because you need an it tech person in there you need the software to do it there's some planning that goes in uh to it in advance and then over you know what i mean it's a ton of stuff it's not just something that said oh look i'm just gonna uh sign up for for an app I mean, it's, it's, it's a little more complicated than that. And so why, I, you know, they're just, when it's not their money and there's an endless supply of money coming in from taxpayers and the taxpayers are not asking for accountability or inquiring about stuff on a regular basis, that's the standard. That's what you get. Well, I'm say, so I, I think I've mentioned this before, that there is a problem with duplicate registrations in our voter rolls. Mm -hmm. And do you know what the fix for this is? What? Uh, again, just basic, basic stuff. So on the electronic platform, you could have two checkboxes, new registration, updated registration. Did we do this? No. And so we are, we are creating duplicate registrations. Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, you need to do better. The standard cannot be this. Creating problems. Yes. And, and they know about it. That's what bothers me is you know of what the standard is. they know about they it. They know about it. <laughs> it's a standard. Uh, That's why she's in office because she knows about it and she, she allows it. So they're, they're the ones holding office. Mm -hmm. Unacceptable. And it makes, you know, when you are a voter and you discover that you have three uh, voter IDs, mm -hmm. do you know you cannot fix that yourself? You have got to go to a clerk. And it really takes quite a bit of effort for the county clerks to go back and correct mm -hmm. this error that should not exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then not to mention, you got to make a trip down there. And if you live on the west side or the South Valley, you got to cross the river. You got to go all the way down there, pay to park, climb up. I mean, it's a hassle. It's a process. Yes. No wonder and, no and one does it. And then you have to find where the city clerk's office is, right? Because mm -hmm. then, you know, if you're not used to going to them, it's a big old problem. It's a standard in New Mexico. PED, uh, the public education, it's a huge problem. APDs, uh, APD, APS is too big. Uh, New Mexico PED, they're not doing a good job at all. I mean, what is happening to everything why is the entire board of las lunas school suspended 
regardless of what they did, what they didn't, obviously you have insight, Christina had some insight or whatever, but that's because you're active, active and involved. But what about for the average person or, or people living in Las Lunas? The entire school board just gone. And then the other school board, you can't even log on to the meeting. Well, I'm saying, did you see that the PED has appointed new school board members? What is that about? They do not have the authority to appoint squat, uh, much less to replace an elected official. Good, bad, or indifferent, because that is our voice. That is the people's voice. Right, right. So what is it that they do? They don't know if they're appointing people when they're elected positions or whatever. What are the rules? What are the rules for serving on the New Mexico PED board versus a school board like Valencia County or Bernalillo County or APS or whatever? So, so I, at, in my opinion, an error was made in 2005, uh, and we'll talk about this when we did away with the elected superintendent, and that was under Bill Richardson. The Republicans were complicit, uh, and, uh, and, and so we have a public education board that has been pretty well neutered. Um, but our local school boards... Meaning they don't have a backbone? I mean, they don't have any power left. Mm -hmm. uh, it was taken away from them. And look at what his, this has done. You fight for your school board. The local school board is the most powerful elected body there is. Don't you dare let somebody go and appoint them. And it could be won by very, very little votes. But we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio. And it's not for the easily offended. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Gerald A. Lope speaking. I have a new book out. This book is called Mayhem Manor. It appeared on April 15th on Kindle and is now available on Amazon as a paperback. In this book, you will find feckless bureaucrats, unlikely heroes, and stories from the Duke City. If you want to see this book or buy it, you can buy it on Amazon.com. In addition, I have seven other books, three other novels, three books of political satire, and a book of short stories. Order today at Amazon under Gerald A. Lowe. What's up? It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones, sans tacos today. Mm. Sorry. It's okay. It's Thank right. you. She brought tacos <laughs> last me? week. You yeah, know? We can't get too spoiled. I know. <laughs> right. You can't get too spoiled because you know what's spoiled? Can't be unspoiled. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Seriously. <laughs> Government, corruption. Spoiled. Spoiled. Well, and, and, and when you're always just taking your paycheck, you know, I keep looking at the governor who, who has gone through this pandemic and, uh, you know, used uh, taxpayer money to do some things that a lot of other folks just flat couldn't do it and I you know I don't want her to not be the governor and do what she needs to do but I don't think she has any clue what a lot of people are going through exactly so okay let's start with the jewelry do you remember she had that one shop open up so she could get a new necklace she could get a new necklace whatever whatever and then she says well uh her spokesperson said what's well, you know yeah, you can do that. It's, it's, it's who you know. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of the thing in New Mexico. It's not mm -hmm. what you know, it's who you know. So she was allowed to do that. Business opened up for her so she could get that. Wuhan stakes. And every governor has, a, you know, that account. They have to go and they have to get certain things done. They have to entertain at the match. I get all of that. All, there's a governor. Mm -hmm. They get chauffeured around. That's the governor. 
Great state of New Mexico. But, All governors have it. But I beg to differ, Janice. She says that she, uh, you know, that she knows exactly what she's doing. And she knows what people are suffering. She knows all this. That's why when she had the Wuga, the Wagyu steaks or whatever and all that alcohol, she said that she had thought of contributing to the hungry children of New Mexico, but somebody found a law in the Constitution that prevented that. So instead they partied on it. Yeah, yeah, it was gift giving or something like this. She or, knows exactly what uh, she's doing. Right, it was, a, yeah. And so, okay, so if that, even if that narrative was true, because we, I mean, we saw the articles, she said, well, you know, she had wanted to do something for the pandemic like everybody else to go and serve the community. But really, you're buying the poor little poveretes Wuhan steaks. That they never got. That they never got, by the way. Mm-hmm. Is it, I mean, right? Uh-huh, something's not right there. It wasn't. And then the narrative immediately changed because the story wasn't going away. And then it became a national story. And then a national story. Another one. Another one. And then she got her hair done during pandemic because she was all like, and I get that they have to do that because Again, they're the governor. So maybe she has a private person going in there and paying for it. But then somebody, John Block reported from the Pinon Post that $6,000 for hairstyling paid to her daughter. $6,000, that's a lot of money for for a haircut. Uh, I remember when I was running, I remember people just wanted to do things because I was running for office, you know? they wanted to help you. So, yeah, $6,000 on that. What else did she do? Um, hush money. Hush Ooh, money. Yes. Because she was grabbing crotch, mm-hmm. right? And then... Out of her campaign funds. Pound sign, Me Too movement, or whatever it's called. Is it pound or hashtag? I'm, hashtag. A, pound, <laughs> I'm a pounder. Pound sign, hashtag, whatever. It looks the same. Yes. The language is just different. So, Me Too movement... We're supposed to believe the victims anytime they say something, even if it's a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, you know, I got rubbed up against or something like this. And they go and they attack these people. But when it happened to a Democrat governor, woman, nothing. And this is a woman that says that we should believe our victims, wow. that we should believe our victims on record of saying we should believe our victims. And then her victim, her alleged victim which whatever he, I mean, he knows what he's doing too because he has him a job with 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 Bernco right now. He got twelve thousand dollars out of money uh, from from her campaign. Altogether, sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. I think there was more money in that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's why they were doing them little segments. You know what I mean? So and that's, they they're not done yet. He's not done getting paid he off. He ain't done yet. He, no. He's a smart cookie. He found an open door. He's a smart cookie yeah. and knows how it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From all angles. It was worth it. Right. <laughs> so if he was on the other side of that, writing the press release to shield liability, he'd know how to do that. But since he's on the other side now, he knows how to put the pressure so that liability, you know, it's, it's a payout. It's a payout. Or it's hush money. So it's ridiculous. So all that money uh, that she paid out to her alleged victim, it did not deter anybody from continuing to donate to the campaign fund yeah they gave her more money they gave her more money she could have more fun and now you got money just flowing out the top it's like there's money everywhere just throw money at it something goes wrong throw money at it throw money at it that's the standard but at the end of the day the wagyu steaks weren't for anybody but that party absolutely the tequila was for who was that for jose cuervo you are a friend of mine i like to drink you with a little salt and lime did i 
Kiss all the cowboys. Did I shoot out the lights? Did I dance on the bar? Did I start any fights? We got to go. We'll see you tomorrow, Hump Wednesday. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. God bless you, New Mexico. Be safe, Albuquerque.